You are now tuned in to the All In A Podcast with Sebastian Starr. All right, all right, we are back, we are back. Once again, this is the After Hours Part 2 Deep Dive Lyrical Analysis. Like I said before, I kind of took advantage of the music videos of this era, and I only really dove in and dissected those in my prior After Hours analysis, and I'm trying to make up for it because the songs in this motherfucking project are top fucking tier. Now, I am doing a ranking system. I'm ranking each song as I analyze. So far, so good. We have Alone Again, which is the intro to the song, peaking in with 29 out of 30. Song number two, Too Late with 26. Hardest to Love with 24. Scared to Live with 29. Snow Child with 29. And then Escape from LA and Heartless are both leading the way with 30 points. Now, I'm about to get into a very, ooh, man, we are about to dive into some shit. And I feel like after Heartless, it kind of gets back into the being personal type stuff. Because like I said, Snow Child and Escape from LA were both very, very personal as far as what he was dealing with in his life, his mental state and capacity versus scared to live and hardest to love. And even alone again, rather, we're kind of like confessing to a lover or a significant other that there's something wrong and I need help. You know what I mean? But Faith, ooh, Faith. Oh my God, this song right here. I love... I love the music in this song. I think musically, this is my favorite album, especially at the end with that outro. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Let's dive into the first verse, though. Light a blunt up with the flame. Put that cocaine on a plate. Molly with the purple rain, because I lost my faith, so I cut away the pain. Got it swimming in my vein. Now my mind is out of place. Because I lost my faith and I feel everything. I feel everything from my body to my soul. I feel everything when I'm coming down is the most I feel alone. And man, let's just time out. Time out. I don't think y'all understand how much I love this goddamn album. This motherfucker said... I feel everything from my body to my soul. When I'm coming down, that's the most I feel alone. He has to do all of these drugs, take all of this alcohol, put himself on all of this, you know, stress and straining his body so that he feels nothing. So that he feels nothing because the rest of the time he feels everything. The rest of the time he is feeling so much that it's becoming too much and he needs something to help balance him out. He needs to feel neutral. He needs to feel there's there's an equilibrium and he's not getting it. Dive into the, ooh, shit. I need to, my favorite, let me tell you. Hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm excited. I got to take my time though. I got to take my time. I have to. I've been sober for a year. Now it's time for me to go back to my old ways. Don't you cry for me. Thought I'd be a better man, but I'd lied to me and to you. Verse two, that was the pre-chorus. This is verse two. I take half a Zan and I still stay awake. 
All my demons want to pull me to my grave. I choose Vegas if they offer heaven's gate. I tried to love, but you know I'd never stay. Well, let's stop right there. He said, I choose Vegas if they offer heaven's gates. We already said back in too late, he said, we're in hell. It's disguised itself as a paradise with flashing lights. That's a metaphor for Las Vegas. So now he's escaped from L.A., not too far off into the distance of L.A. is the real hellhole, Las Vegas, where he's now stuck in trying to escape from L.A., and he's gotten so comfortable there that now he can't, again, it's that Percy Jackson comparison. You can't leave even if you wanted to. Even if you wanted to leave, you couldn't. And then we get to my favorite line in the song, in this entire song, we get to my favorite line. He said, but if I OD, I want you to OD right beside me. I want you to follow right behind me. I want you to hold me while I'm smiling, while I'm dying. And again, when, like how it was in Heartless, when he kind of cut the music out so you could focus in on what he was saying, the music cuts out right there. But if I OD, I want you to OD right beside me. That is just him speaking. And you really, you hear that. And it, that's intentional to punctuate what he's trying to say and how he's trying to say it. And I just, oh my God. But if I OD, I want you to OD right beside me. I want you to follow right behind me. I want you to hope. I don't want to be with nobody else at my last moments in life. I don't want to be with nobody else in my last little moments in life. I need you with me going through this horrible journey together. I need you to be that person for me. And oh my God, you can't, you can't, you can't. Oh my goodness. I don't think y'all understand. I don't think y'all understand. I really, 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 really don't think y'all understand how much I love this album. And in the outro, I ended up in the back of a flashing car with the city shining on my face. The lights are blinding me again. We haven't even got to blinding lights yet, but yet we have had, what, this is the second or third reference to blinding lights that we've had, and we haven't even made it to the song yet. We haven't even gotten there. We're not even there yet. <sighs> But we're about to be. <laughs> so before we move on, let's do a quick ranking of faith. We're going to give the music. I get. I love the music. If I don't love anything else, I love the music. We're going to give the music 10 out of 10. Lyrics, that's a strong, steady 9 out of 10. Vocals, I'm being a little biased. But I'm going to be fair. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Now, let's get into Blinding Lights a.k.a. the number one song in the world for all of 2020. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing this goddamn song playing on some sort of platform, whether it be the internet or the radio or the TV. It was everywhere. Now, let's see what it is about this amazing, wonderful song that makes it so popular. Now, the music, I'm going to give the music a solid score. I'm going to be I'm extremely, extremely honest about the whole thing because... I do think the song is a little played out, but at the same time, I absolutely love it. I find that it works on an array of scenarios in those daydream formats that I have created in my head. It works for at least three of them. 
And they're all pretty broad. They're all pretty different scenarios, you know, daydream, imaginative things. And they work. It works for each of them. But let's dive into these lyrics, shall we? I've been trying to call. I've been on my own for long enough. Maybe you can show me how to love. Maybe. I'm going through withdrawals. You don't even have to do too much. You can turn me on with just a touch. I look around and send cities cold and empty. No one's around to judge me. I can't see clearly when you're gone. And I said, ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. I'm trying not to sing the song. I'm trying to read it versus singing it how it sounds in my head. I said, ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. I can't sleep until I feel your touch. I'm drowning in the night. When I'm like this, you're the one I trust. So, now lyrically, the story that's being told is pretty, I mean, it's not a significant story. It's just kind of like the relapse. It's kind of like the falling back. It's kind of like the, you know, I've reached my peak as far as how high I can get. And now as I'm tumbling back down that hill, these are all the things that I want. These are all the things that I need. These are all the things that I'm going to experience, right? So overall, the song is about coming down from being really, 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 really high. And I mean like really, really high, like relapse high, like former addicts, you know, hitting the pipe one more time high. Like it's, it's bad, right? It's a bad come down, but it's a good feeling. And, and I want to revert back to the video too, too much because I've already talked about it. But even in the video, you can tell that he's going through a lot of things that are kind of being detrimental on his person. You know, this is where the, the bruises and the blood spatter gets to the extreme and he's like really beat the fuck up. So it all kind of ties into itself and it all still makes much sense as far as the plot of the story goes. Because again, the music video storyline and the album storyline are two different things. You're going in two different directions, but it still kind of ties into it. So I'm, I, all the time I'm really going to spend on Blinding Light, I mean, you've heard it a million times. If you haven't heard it a million more, like I said, it's everywhere. You can't ignore it. I'm going to do a very honest ranking music. I'm going to give it a strong nine. Lyrics, eh, I'm going to give it a solid seven. And then vocals. Now vocals is where he really does his thing on this song. Okay, so that's a solid 25, which I know that seems like a pretty low rating, but I think that's fair. I think that that's very, very fair. Now, let's go into another amazing, spontaneous, wonderful, miraculous song from this amazing, wonderful, miraculous, ooh, shit, this is my shit right here. Now, this is that heavy, heavy disco feel that I was talking about. This is that very 80s, you know, boogie down type shit. And I love, I love, I love the lyrics. <laughs> the music video was great. I absolutely love the music video, but I love, love, love the lyrics to the song. This is In Your Eyes. And may I say <laughs> that in the beginning of this album with all that heavy toxicity, that he was protruding, identifying in himself that, yeah, you know, I have my issues, I have my problems, I have things I need to work through. You're better off without me. Now it's like a swip swap. Now it's like you got issues that you need to work out, but me being so unbearingly acceptable to even the most toxic of toxicities, I'm going to let the shit fly. And now I'm going to get into what I mean when I say that here in just a second. So verse one. I just pretend that I'm in the dark and I don't regret because my heart can't take a loss. I'd rather be so oblivious. 
I'd rather be with you. When it's said, when it's done, I don't ever want to know. I can tell what you've done when I look at you in your eyes. And then into the chorus, in your eyes, I see there's something burning inside you. In your eyes, I know it hurts to smile, but you try to. You always try to hide the pain. You always know just what to say. I always look the other way. I'm blind. In your eyes, you lie, but I don't let it define you. So basically, what he's saying in this song is, you're a manipulator. You're a liar, potential cheater. You're toxic. You're poison. You're everything that I don't need in my life. You come home every single night. You look me in my face and tell me how much you love me, that everything is okay, that you would do so much for me, that you would, you know, all this and all that wonderful, glorious. You're telling me everything that I want to hear. The reality is I can see straight through that facade. I can see through all of the little characters and playthings that you're trying to portray onto me. I can see straight through the bullshit. You're full of shit. You're lying to me every single night. I don't know what it is that you're doing, but you're not doing what you say. You're not convincing. You're not a good actress. You're not compelling enough for me to believe anything that comes out of your mouth. However, I don't want to be alone anymore. I care about you enough to the point where I will let that shit slide under the rug. I will move past it. I will go on. I will, you know, act like it doesn't exist. I will remain blind, deaf, dumb to the shit. I will act like it's nothing's going on. Why? Because I would rather be with you than by myself. And yeah, that's pretty damn foul. That's pretty damn bogus. That's pretty fucked up. But that's where he's at with the shit. And, you know, I just think that that's so funny because that's how, that's all he was saying that the female was doing in the beginning of this fucked up ass little story. And now he's talking about somebody doing it to him. Real quick, let's dive into the second verse. I tried to find love in someone else too many times. But I hope you know I mean it when I tell you you're the one that was on my mind. So basically, I'm telling you, I've been out there. I've explored the ocean. I've seen all the other fish in the sea, so to speak. None of them tickle my fancy. None of them make me feel the way you do. And I would rather put up with you and put up with this bullshit and deal with all of the lies and deceivement and betrayal and backstabbing because there's literally nobody else out there that I would rather tolerate with my time. And yeah, that's really fucked up. That's really, really toxic. That's really, really bad. That's very poisonous. But that's the type of shit that this motherfucker is into. And we just gonna have to roll with it. But again, I absolutely love love. Cause the, and here's the thing about this. That's kind of contradictory to what I was saying at first. The music is very disco. It's very, you know, groovy, get down, boogie boogie type shit. But the lyrics are dark, they're controversial, I want to say, and they're extremely fucked up because it's like, why would you tolerate toxicity when you don't have to tolerate toxicity? Because he's that type of guy and that's the type of shit that he is into. So let's rate this song, shall we? Music, I'm going to give it a strong 10 out of 10. Lyrics, 10 out of 10. And I'm going to give the vocals a solid nine and a half. 
I'm not gonna hold you because he he does have the range. He has a beautiful run. I mean, beautiful run. The range isn't like super super broad like it is in Escape from LA. It's not all over the place spectrum was, but he does have a really 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 good run that I absolutely love in the chorus. And I mean, I can't deny the nigga is a vocalist, so I'm gonna give it a strong nine and a half. Nine and a half. Not. It, it could be it could be broader, but it doesn't have to be. So it's a 29 and a half, which is a little awkward, but I mean, it is what it is. All right, now let's jump into the next track, shall we? Oh, this is fun. I'm having a good time. I hope y'all are having a good time listening to me talk about how much of a good time I'm having. Hello, save your tears for another motherfucking day. Yes, Lord. So save your tears was one of the ones that, again, have great lyrics, but that music is very disco-y. It's very techno. It's very boppy. It's very much, I want to dance to it, but the song itself is very, very sad. Now, again, just like in In Your Eyes, the vocal range is not broad. He doesn't go super duper high. He doesn't go super duper low. He kind of keeps it in one octave. He's very steady with it. But again, it's the lyricism in this song that not only do I love it, but I can appreciate it. So, and this is very much a story being told. This is like, you know, months and months, maybe even a year or so after the big breakup with the love of your life. And you see them for the first time in a very long time. Your immediate reaction is this right here. I saw you dancing in a crowded room. You look so happy when I'm not with you. But then you saw me caught you by surprise, a single teardrop falling from your eyes. I don't know why I run away. I make you cry when I run away. And then it jumps right into the second verse. You could have asked me why I broke your heart. You could have told me that you fell apart, but you walked past me like I wasn't there and just pretended like you didn't care. It's very much like, what would you do if you saw the love of your life who broke your heart for the first time in a very long time? How would you initially respond? His response is, I acknowledge your presence. I'm admiring you from a distance. You look at your absolute best. You're in your prime right now. You're at your peak. You're beautiful. You're having a great time. You look happy, healthy, wholesome, humble. Everything is just working out in your favor. And I'm just like, wow. I must have ruined your life so badly for you to look so amazing without me no longer being present. And then your initial reaction, you see me, your heart just breaks all over again. You feel immediately devastated and distraught and confused and, you know, unsteady. And rather than acknowledge me and giving me the satisfaction that I need to potentially, you know, get off or whatever I need to do, you just completely ignore me. You could have taken advantage of this opportunity to get closure, to ask all the questions that you wanted to ask, to get anything off the table that you needed to, but instead you completely ignored me. You completely disassociated yourself with me. You unacknowledged me in the worst way possible. Now I'm feeling some type of way, right? Then we get into the pre-chorus. Take me back because I want to stay. Save your tears for another. And then I'm just going to skip to the second pre-chorus. I realize that I'm much too late and you deserve someone better. Yeah, you fucked up. (laughs) You fucked up. I'm glad that you can acknowledge that and that you know and that you realize like 
it's too late because usually people will be like, oh, maybe we can try. No. You know what the fuck you did. You fucked up. It's over with. There ain't no coming back from the shit. Boom, bam, punch, slam. I'm done with the shit. Verse three, and this is kind of the explanation from his perspective why she gave him the cold shoulder, you know? I made you think that I would always stay. I said some things that I should never say. I broke your heart like someone did to mine, and now you won't love me for a second time. So basically, that's it. It's over and done with. No more second chances. No more time for redemption. I don't even want any closure from you because at this point, there is no point. I've moved on. I'm happy. I'm better off. Get yourself a life and leave me out of yours, and we can all be copacetic. So let's do a quick rating. I'm going to give the music. I'm going to give the music a solid eight. I mean, I like the music, but it's pretty simple, pretty plain. There's nothing really extravagant about it. It doesn't carry, it doesn't shift, it doesn't transform or move too much. It's not a wild ocean race, kind of like a steady pond on a Sunday morning type shit. Lyrics, 10 out of 10. Vocals, I'm going to give it a strong nine. Again, his he stays in one octave. The range isn't like dramatic, you know, but it's still very, very good. It's very, very strong, but it's also very, very simple. There's no complexities with this. So that's a strong 27 for Save Your Tears. I absolutely love it, though. And also, keep in mind, just because I'm giving some of these songs like a low score, quote unquote, doesn't mean that I don't like them any less. This is just me being honest. And I'm trying to be unbiased. Because if I was being biased, I would give every single song, you know, tens across the board. But I'm being honest with you. There are some things that I don't love about these songs, but there are plenty of other things that I do still love about them. Now, on to the next track, which is an interlude, so I don't even think this counts, but we're going to talk about it anyway. It's called Repeat After Me, and it's literally like 30 seconds. <laughs> and it's kind of like a affirmation, you know? When you speak things into existence, even as like a spellcaster or a sorcerer, a witch or a wizard, whatever you want to call yourself, to have a spell become completely effective, you repeat it over and over again. And people usually refer to those as affirmations because you're trying to speak something into existence. So that's kind of what's happening here. So it's a lot of repetition. You don't love him. You don't love him. You don't love him if you're thinking of me. You don't love him. You're just fucking. You're just fucking. It means nothing to me. And so that repeats several times. And the only verse in the song, which again, the song is very toxic, but I do love the music to it. And I actually kind of wish it was a little bit longer, but I digress. The verse is, it's been too long. You changed up over time. Why are you going to even try to hide? It's natural to find someone to treat you right, but it ain't right if you fuck him out of spite. Let's stop right there real quick. So you're putting yourself in a position to get frisky with some guy that you kind of don't even care about, that you probably don't even really like, all just to spite me, all to try to make me feel some type of way. When the reality is you're making yourself feel some type of way and you just don't want to admit it to yourself. So rather than try to move on from your life and build up like you kind of sort of already have been, rather than do that, you're going to just have sex with some random guy just so I can feel some type of way about it when you know that I'm not going to because at the end of the day the only reason why you're doing it is to make yourself forget about me and the truth is you couldn't stop thinking about me even if you wanted to so let's let's finish off that verse 
You don't have to cry. Let me wipe your eyes. I promise you will always be mine. Just repeat after me. You don't love him. You don't love him. You don't love him if you're thinking of me. You don't love him. You're just fucking. You're just fucking. It means nothing to me. How toxic can one man be? <laughs> Who is he talking about? Because this can't be the same person. Just God damn, what kind of a hold do you have on these women that you're just saying this outlandish, out-of-pocket shit? You know what? It don't even matter. It's not even important. It is what it is. Let's go ahead and rate this song real quick. It's Again, it's really, really short. The Everything is pretty simple, straightforward. You know, I'm thinking I'll give it eights across the board because it's so short. Music is very, very slow, sensual, passionate. I'm going to give the lyrics a nine. I'm not going to give the lyrics an eight. And then the vocals, I'm going to give that a nine too. Because, again, he stays in one octave. There's no real range. He does hit that little falsetto just a little bit. He kind of rings the bell in the falsetto. Not too, too much. Okay. So, that was repeat after me. In other words, the affirmation because I'm pretty sure that's what the fuck it is. Oh, yes. And then we get to the glorious self-titled track, After Hours. This song is really, really long, but it's also really, really good. And I feel like people don't talk about it enough. The self-titled track of any song has to live up to the hype that the album itself has carried with it. And the fact that this song is second to the last, we finna get some, ooh, shit. We finna get some, my favorite song here in a minute, but... The fact that this song, you know, is the self-titled track, it has to be as good as it. And this song is actually pretty damn long. I'm not going to hold it. This song is long as hell. But I love it. 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 Thought I almost died in my dream again. Fighting for my life, I couldn't breathe again. I'm falling in too deep. Without you, I can't sleep. Because my heart belongs to you. I'll risk it all for you. I want you next to me. This time, I'll never leave. I want to share babies. Protection we won't need. Your body next to me is just a memory. I'm falling in too deep. Without you, I can't sleep. Insomnia, relieve. Talk to me. Without you, I can't breathe. That's just the first verse. Hold on. That's just the first verse. And there's so much music shifting and transitioning in this song that I feel like that was the main focal point. And we are going to get to my favorite part in the song here in a second. But there's so much happening emotionally. So now we're getting to like the climax of the movie that is the album, right? And he's come to the conclusion that... I've said all of this shit to you. I've said all of this. I've done all of these things. And the reality is I cannot go on without you specifically in my life. I, I've needed you here since day one. You have grounded me. You have made me feel like my old self, that I can retain the type of person that I was before all of this shit became what it is. And before I started blowing up, before I started moving too fast and too quick and getting in too hot and too heavy with shit that I wasn't supposed to, you've censured me. And I don't know how I'm going to progress and continue to move forward without you. I can't even, 
I can't even find comfortability in anyone or anything else. My life has lost its meaning, lost its feeling, lost its joy. And the reality is you were the thing that I needed to sustain me through all of it. I needed that from you and I, and I lost it. It's nobody's fault but my own. I took advantage. I took you for granted. It's all on me. It's my responsibility first and foremost before anybody else's. <sighs> damn. I mean, damn. Let's get into verse two real quick. My darkest hours. I felt so alone inside this crowded room. Different girls on the floor distracting my thoughts of you. I turned into the man I used to be. Put myself to sleep just so I can get closer to you. In just a way to hold on. Stop. 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 He said, put myself to sleep just so I can get closer to you inside my dreams. Didn't want to wake up unless you were beside me. Bro, my man's is hurt. My man's is hurt. My man's is hurt. He is in so much pain. He's pleading. He's bleeding. Oh, God. It's leading up to this big, strong finale that I can't wait to fucking get to. Oh, my God. <sighs> Let's get into the chorus real quick. Where are you now when I need you most? I'd give it all just to hold you close. Sorry that I broke your heart. Verse 3. Never coming down. I was running away from facing realities. Wasting all of my time outliving my fantasies, spending money to compensate because I want you. I'd be living in heaven when I'm inside of you. It was simply a blessing walking beside you. I'll never let you down again. This is the most desperate, beyond desperate pleas that I have ever heard. He said, spending my money to compensate because I want you I be living in heaven when I'm inside of you. It was simply a blessing walking beside you. Like, you, your mere presence alone is too much for me. It's too good for me. I can't even, I don't even deserve that. I don't even deserve that. I don't even deserve to have your presence in my vicinity. And oh my God, yo, you're not about to tell <laughs> You're not about to tell me that he didn't do his thing. You're not. Let's get into the, ooh. Let's get into the final little verse, shall we? I know it's all my fault. Made you put down your guard. I know I made you fall, then said you were wrong for me. I lied to you. I lied to you. I lied to you. Can't hide the truth. I stayed with her in spite of you. You did some things that you regret still rise for you because this house is not a home without my baby. Oh, my God. That's my favorite line of the song because that when he <laughs> when he sings the word baby, it's the that run goes up and down the hill in the valley, up the mountains and around the stream. This motherfucker hit every single note that you could possibly fathom in one word, one syllable. And I can't even do it. I'm not even going to try to imitate it, but I love that. He poured his whole heart into that. This house is not a home without my baby. 
oh, he felt that. And I felt it. I said, God, dig it. And I was just torn to pieces. I was torn to pieces. Oh, my God. It is so... <sighs> this song is so underrated. <laughs> this song is so underrated. I'm, oh, it's rating time. We're going to rate it right now. Music. Perfect. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Lyrics. Beautiful. 10 out of 10. Vocals. Immaculate. 10 out of fucking 10. After hours, look... You can say what you want to say about this album. You can say what you want to say about him. You cannot say that he didn't do his thing on this track. And now we get to the last song on the album, which is low-key, high-key, one of, if not my favorite song. I know I keep saying that. I know I keep saying that, but this song just hits different. And I mean that in the most literal sense. It's very, very short. It's very, very short. There's not much there lyrically, but what is there? It's a strong foundation of vocals and music. And when it, it's so good that it doesn't even have to be a long song. Just the way that it slowly creeps in. It's that finale. It's that big closing moment of realization. This is your epiphany moment right here. This is when you come to the conclusion and the realization that everything leading up to this point is just devastating. Now, again, when we go back to the beginning and we talk about this album in reference to the movie, the main character situation goes from bad to worse and it progressively gets worse as the movie goes on up until... The very last minute, which I'm not going to give away the movie, but as far as the album goes, at the very last second, that's when things stop. That's when everything freezes. And the last couple of seconds of the song is like that moment where everything stops. Everything freezes. And it's just this realization of this is what's going on. This is who I am. Look at what I've done. And it's devastating. It's devastating because he doesn't know how to make it better. <laughs> so okay, I gotta, I gotta talk about it. I gotta say something. He said, I love, oh my God, this song is, it's, oh shit. He says, I can't move. I'm so paralyzed. I'm so paralyzed and I can't explain. I can't explain why I'm terrified. I'm so terrified. Well, I don't want to I don't want to touch the sky no more. I just want to feel the ground when I'm coming down. It's been way too long and I don't even want to get high no more. I just want it out of my life, out of my life, out. Stop. I got to put you on pause. Listen to what he's saying. Listen to what's being done. Listen to what his realization is. I can't move. I'm paralyzed. I can't explain why I'm terrified. Everything leading up to this 
moment is giving you that realization that you've gone a little too far. You fucked yourself up a little too much. You took it to the point of no return. And now you're scared. You're afraid for your life. You're afraid for your circumstances. You're afraid for the people around you who's going to find you like this. You can't do anything. You can't say anything. The only thing that you can actually physically do at that moment is embrace your inevitable fate that you've placed on yourself and there's nothing that you can do to reverse it, to make it stop, to go backwards, to start over, nothing. And it's like that regret, that instant, immediate regret that you feel in the pit of your soul when you know you took it too far and you know you fucked up. I don't want to touch the sky no more. I don't want to be here. I'm devastated. I'm afraid. I'm terrified. I just want to feel the ground when I'm coming down. It's been way too long. I've been up here for way too long and I'm scared. I don't even want to get high no more. I just want it out of my life. I want it gone. I want to be away from it. And then he, whoo, shit. He hit you with the most beautiful vocals that I have ever. When I sing this song to myself in the car, I'm singing this shit. I'm, oh my God, I'm giving you everything. I'm coming up from below my diaphragm to the pit of my stomach and pushing that shit out with every feeling in my body. Because that's what it, you can feel it. You can feel his body shattering, his heart breaking, his mental state collapsing, and everything shutting down. Around. You can feel it. You can feel it. You can feel it in your body. And it's just, oh my God. He said, I want to cut you out of my dreams until I bleed out. I want to cut you out of my mind until I bleed out. I keep telling myself I don't need it. I keep telling myself I don't need it anymore. <laughs> oh my God. There's so much that's being felt. Like I said, the song is very, very short. There isn't much there lyrically, but what he's saying and how he's saying it is so powerful. I want to cut you out of my dreams. I want to cut you out of my mind until I bleed out. I keep telling myself I don't need it anymore. I keep telling myself that I don't need it. That's denial. You have to keep telling yourself something over and over and over. You're in denial. You're lying to yourself at this point. I keep telling myself that I don't need it, that I don't need you. That's a fucking lie. And oh my God, it's so, oh my goodness. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. It's the most beautiful thing I have ever fucking heard in my fucking life. It is so powerful. It's so emotional. It's so devastating and heart. Look, I'm going to this concert next year, and he better fucking perform this song because this right here is going to break my fucking heart 
into a million tiny pieces. If it doesn't do that, I'm going to levitate off the fucking ground because my spiritual being is going to be so powerful at that point that I can feel the earth crumbling around me and I'll just lift the fuck off like I'm floating in the goddamn cosmos. Like, it's just so... I don't think y'all understand. (laughs) I don't think you understand how much I love this album. (laughs) I don't think you understand. So I need to reiterate, this album is damn near perfect. Tens across the fucking board. Until I bleed out has to be the most passionately driven and emotionally devastating song that I have ever heard in my life. Do you understand the severity? Do you have any idea how powerful that song is? He said so much by saying so little, and it's everything that he feels. It's in everything that he does. And everything that's just about it is just perfect. Oh, my God. Let's do a final rating out of 30. So overall, overall, I'm going to give this this album a solid 28 out of 30 points. That is for vocal skills, for lyricism, and for overall music and production. 28 out of 30. So, yes, when I say this album is damn near perfect, this album is damn near perfect. And this is me being unbiased. This is me being completely honest, completely, you know, genuine, giving my full honest opinion on every single track, musically, lyrically, vocally, 28 out of 30. It's not too goddamn shabby, if you ask me. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was my deep dive. I'm talking Mariana Trench bottom of the volcano, Bermuda Triangle deep dive into After Hours by The weekend, aka the greatest album I have ever heard in my entire life with songs and singles that have touched parts of my soul that I didn't think were possible to touch by human vocals. Just overall artistry, performance, lyricism, music, He turned this album into a cinematic masterpiece, both as far as the album concept and with the music videos, with the final performance being the Super Bowl halftime show this past year. The nigga is calculated. He's well thought out. He's pre-planned. He's anal, so to speak. And this album, damn near perfect. I mean, damn near perfect. And if you ask me why, I just told you in grave detail what makes this album so perfect, so amazing, so spectacular. Even the songs that I ranked low scores still had great meanings behind them, still had something there that was worthy of the foundation that it's resting upon. Nothing was subpar. Nothing. And overall, it was immaculate. It was amazing. It was stupendous, if you will. And there you go. There you have it. Don't ask me no more why I love this era so much, why I love this album so much, why I love the character so much, why everything just, why I'm obsessed with it. I'm telling you right now why. It's damn near perfect. And I got the fucking facts to back it up. 
But that's just me. This is just my opinion, my take on my two cents. Thank you so much, though, for tuning in, for sticking around. I know it took us a minute to get through it. 14 songs, 14 deep dive analysis, and 14 rankings with an overall 28 and 128 out of 30. Damn near perfect, man. Damn near perfect. Thank you so much, though, for tuning in. As always, I appreciate the love, support, and participation. And until next time, I will speak to you all later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the All Anal, All Anal, All Anal podcast with your host, Sebastian Starr.